0: I hope you're doing well. I am doing great. I am, it's Sunday as I'm recording this, so I'm coming off of a pretty relaxing weekend after a very busy week. I taught my latest workshop last week at Factor Influence, and um, I, you know, I had to create all the content for that, plus promote it and sell it on top of everything else. And you know, it's just, it's exciting. I love to do it. I love creating new workshops and putting them out into the world. It's super rewarding. Obviously I love impacting people in their businesses too. It's all amazing. Um, and why I do it, but it's exhausting too. <laughs> so, um, you know, wrapping up last week, as I, I was saying, to Chris and everybody this weekend. I just need to have a relaxing week. Plus we have family in town and it was just a lot. So we kind of hung out this weekend and, um, I wanted to hop on and do another podcast for you guys. And I've decided to make this one about an Instagram makeover, how to very easily make over your Instagram. If you are looking at it and you're kind of like, uh, It could be better, (laughs) which is totally fine Um, because if you're not a branding expert or maybe you're just kind of getting started using Instagram for business purposes, if you're looking, you know, all of that doesn't really come natural to you probably, right? So it's very easy to look at other people's Instagrams, especially if they've been doing it for a while or if they're more creative and they just naturally like making things beautiful and cohesive and, you know, all the things that we're going to be talking about in this episode. It's easy to look at that and then look at yours and be like, oh my gosh, how, how do I do that? And then compare yourself and maybe even feel bad about yourself. I know I used to. So, I want to make this very, very easy for you guys. We're gonna go over let's see one, two, three, four five different things that you can do to make over your Instagram so that whenever people go to your profile, they think, "Oh, this is nice. This is very professional in a good way, not like a like in a rigid, cold way, but more so in a way that Makes people want to hang out and follow you for a while, right? Like it's it's intriguing to them. They go, you know, you, you still want your Instagram to be reflective of your personality. Like I said, you don't want it to be cold. You want it to be how you want it to be, but also in a way that is attractive to your ideal client. Because here's the deal: if you, if and when you decide that you are going to take your online business seriously. On social media and especially Instagram, that means that you are wanting to actively grow your account, right? Like I assume, I hope that you are wanting to bring in cold leads at all times, which means growing your account so that you can then grow your business. And that means people are going to be going to your profile and they're going to have to make a decision whether they want to follow you or not. And typically this decision takes about three seconds, you guys. So even if you are creating the best content in the world that they've ever seen, literally everything that they could ever ask for on an Instagram page, even if you are taking the time to create this content, if your feed isn't attractive to them and they just think it's like a jumbled mess or they think that they're going to be sold to all the time or whatever, they're just not going to follow you, right? They're not going to take the time to click around and look at your content. They're going to make that decision very quickly. So although branding decisions and making your feed pretty isn't the most important part of your job on Instagram, it's up there because if you don't do this, then you could miss out on opportunities to grow your business. You could be missing out on potential clients and customers that decide not to follow you if they don't like what they see. Does that make sense? So with this episode, I'll be going over the five areas of your Instagram profile, and then some tips with each area so that If you do each of these sections, all of these tips, by the end of it, you'll essentially have a beautiful, well put together, made over Instagram account that is appealing to the person that you are trying to attract. That is perfect for your business. Okay. So, and like I said, these are going to be really simple. Um, I'm not going to be talking about any tools that you have to learn how to use these are i mean all of these are mostly free apps things that i've done things i've taught my clients how to do and to make it even easier for you i am going to link another freebie for this episode it's a branding resource guide so any tool that i talk about in here i am i basically just made a freebie for you guys with all of this outlined for you with all clickable links so like i said anything that i mention You can get it on this guide. It'll take you directly to the site. It'll show you the exact app that I use. It's awesome. So um, I'll tell you how to get that at the end of this episode. And there's even a tutorial linked on there too. So I'll be talking about presets in a little bit. And if you've never used a preset before, I have a tutorial on how to do it. So yeah, I'm hooking y'all up on how to make over your Instagram today. All right, so let's get into it. The first part that we are going to talk about is the first thing that people notice whenever they come to your profile. Your profile picture. And I know that this might seem very obvious to some people, but to others, I don't think that they realize the first impression, you know, the importance of a first impression. Again, whenever you are trying to attract people to your profile and get them to follow you. So like I said, this is the first thing that people notice about your profile. And the first thing that you want to make sure you have in place is a picture of yourself. Now again that might seem obvious to some, but to others You know, I see a lot of pictures of moms with their babies or, you know, like two best friends or even a couple. But if you are using your account for business purposes, I personally think, and this is in my experience and with many of my other clients, I think it is important for your profile picture to feature you. It doesn't have to be a super professional headshot. It can just be a great, nice, bright, clear image of you. But you want your face to be the focal point of that picture. And the reason why is because whenever people are following you and like, let's say you do some stories and you pop up in their, in their stories, even if they don't know you yet, like maybe they haven't seen so much of your content or whatever, or they haven't been following you very long. But the more that you pop up in their stories or in their feed, and the more that they see your face, that is more that they are starting to get to know you and that they're going to be able to recognize you anytime you pop up in any other way. So people cannot connect to logos. People cannot connect to pictures of multiple people where they don't know which person they're supposed to be getting to know the easiest way to do this is if it is a picture of just you so i highly recommend that if you have not done that yet that you do change your profile picture to a nice bright like i said clear image of your face your face is the main focal point of the image and the second part of your instagram that we're going to talk about is your bio so If your profile picture is the first thing that they notice, this is like obviously the very, very quick second. I want you to start thinking of your bio like your business card. This is very, very important. This is not something just throw up some fun emojis on and call it a day. You want your bio to be the thing that tells people exactly what to expect and exactly why they need to be following you and be paying attention to the content that you're putting out because you want them to know that it is made specifically for them, right? So your bio needs to include a couple of different things here. The first thing... On the top line that I want your bio to have is your mission. Now, this is what I taught in It Factor Influence, the last workshop that I was talking about that I taught, um, I guess whenever this airs, it'll be two weeks. And it was all about how to determine your specific mission on social media and in terms of your business so that you are leading with value versus leading with trying to sell a product or service. And if you still want access to that, it went great. I'm so proud of it. Um, You can still get access to it and watch the recording and get the workbook. If you're wondering how to come up with your own mission, but that again, that's what I taught. And I want the first line of your bio to be what your mission is. What is your goal in terms of your business and also on social media? So this can be Like mine is, I help, I empower women to grow their influence and their income, right? And I do that through all of the content that I create and the courses and the workshops and this podcast. So what is your unique mission? I want you to sum it up in one succinct sentence. Again, so people see that and they say, oh my gosh, this woman... This is who I need to be following. This is exactly what I need. Now on the next couple lines, you could put your location if that makes sense for your business. So if you are in direct sales or obviously if you have a brick and mortar, you want your location on there. But if you have a business where you are wanting people to know where you're located, because maybe you could deliver product or, you know, maybe you could work with local businesses around you, whatever your goal is, if a location makes sense, then sure, put it on there. Um, but on the other lines, you could have a couple of personal facts about you. Like if you're a wife or a mama or a puppy mama, or, you know, something fun about you, something funny would go here, um, you can have fun with this by the way. Like I don't want you guys to hear this and think that it has to be all strict and proper. I still want you to have fun, but there's just a way to go about it to where while you're having fun, you still look like you're running a business on Instagram versus just screwing around, you know? Um, so like I said, put a couple of personal things And then on the bottom line of your bio, I recommend putting some sort of call to action. And this can be as simple as message me to to talk or to ask more questions. Skin quiz below. Um, Click below to sign up for my latest workshop or sign up for my next workout group. You just want to give your audience something to do. You want it to make you want to make it clear to them what you are actively promoting or what's going on and then how they can get access to that. Because one, this makes you look more professional, but then also it's clear to them what they need to be doing next. And they kind of get a little idea of what to expect from you as well from this. All right. So next up would be where your highlights are. So this part is not that important. I don't want you get to get too hung up on this. However, I do think that this is one of the easiest ways to reflect your brand on Instagram because of course you can implement some sort of fun highlight cover here if you want to. Now you do not have to do this. The one thing that I do recommend is that if you are going to use highlights, that there's a purpose for them that they are highlighting important content that you want your audience to have access to. So I would consider the categories that you're using for these um, and make them well thought out and organized so it is easy for your audience to know what's going on in that space. But if you are wanting to do something branded, you can add highlight covers. So you can make your own, which I have shown how to do this through one of my IGTVs. So if you go to my Instagram account and look at my IGTV videos, you will find this. I show you how to pretty easily do this in Canva if you are creative and you want to save a few bucks or you can save some time and purchase your own. So if you go to Creative Market or Etsy and I'm sure other places. Those are just the main two that I know of. If you go there, they have hundreds and hundreds of custom highlight covers that you can purchase and then just upload to your own Instagram account. So this is one of the things that I will link in that branding resource guide freebie that you can grab. So definitely check that out because there are so many different options. And like I said, If you are wanting to portray some sort of brand or vibe with your account, this is one of the easiest ways to do it through your highlight covers. And the next part we're going to talk about when making over your Instagram account is the biggest part, the part that most people struggle with, especially whenever they're first getting started with their business or they first start taking it seriously and they start paying attention to these sort of things. It's your grid, how to make your grid cohesive or pretty or flowy or all the things we are wanting to do. And the way that I'm about to explain it to you is the most simplified way that I possibly can because I really don't think we need to overcomplicate this. I think there, I know that there are just a couple of things that you can be mindful of and put into place that will help you a ton in creating a more cohesive feed that's more attractive to the person that you are trying to attract to your account. Okay, and the first element or thing that you want to pay attention to for your feed, of course, is the most obvious, your pictures. Now, it is very hard to create a cohesive, flowy, nice-looking feed when you are using dark, poorly edited fuzzy, poor quality photos, right? It's just really hard to do. Um, You don't want a cohesive feed of a bunch of bad quality pictures. So I really want you to start, if you haven't already, stepping up your photo game on Instagram. And I can say this now because you don't need a professional camera anymore to do this. You don't need to know how to use Photoshop or a bunch of super professional apps to be able to put out nice photos. You can use what is in your hand all day, every day, which is your phone and a couple of apps I'm going to tell you about here in just a second. Okay. So when it comes to your photos, I want you to be super picky about the quality of the photo that you are going to be uploading to Instagram. So I don't even post a A picture on Instagram that has not been edited. Like, even if it looks nice, I just know, like, there's always something that you can do to make the picture better, to make it more clear, more crisp, a little bit brighter. And I'm going to share with you exactly what I do with my own pictures to help get a more professional quality out of each one. So, first of all, the apps that I use the most, there are three of them. And those, I'll talk about them in the order that I use them. Facetune, Afterlight, and Adobe's Lightroom CC. So I don't always use Afterlight and Adobe. I usually use either or of those, but I always use Facetune and then either Afterlight or Lightroom CC. So the reason why I use Facetune first is because there is a tool on there that I swear by that always makes my pictures look a little more high quality. And that is the details tool. So if you use Facetune, you might already know about this, but if you don't, I highly recommend that you download it. I can't remember if it's free or not, but either way it's a few bucks and I, I just highly recommend it. Um, but on there, they have a tool down at the bottom and it's just called details. I'm pretty sure. Um, and whenever you click on this, it allows you to run over parts of the picture to make the details stand out just a little bit more than they did. And I know that this might seem silly, but I always use this on my hair in my pictures. I just think it it brings out the details and the colors of my hair more. I might even run over my eyelashes with this or like the eye color and it just brings it out a touch more and I personally think it makes my pictures look a lot more crisp and clear and it just brings out the details. You know, that's the whole point of it. So that's the very first thing that I do. I also might use the patch tool if there's something that I need to remove from the picture. And this is another IGTV video that I've made where I've shown how to use this tool, how to take out objects of a picture. So, um, you can remove anything from a blemish to what did, I think I removed a whole car seat <laughs> in in the tutorial that I show again, that's in my IGTV videos, but that's another tool that I'll use for Facetune. And then on occasion I'll use Facetune to brighten my pictures, but for the most part, it's the details in the patch tool, and then I'll use Afterlight if I need to brighten it, if I need to increase the contrast of the picture or the saturation or... I use Afterlight to adjust the warmth or the coolness of the picture. That helps a lot with the cohesiveness of your feed. If you use a lot of warm pictures and then you throw in a picture that's cooler, that might throw off the flow. So um, on Afterlight, there is a tool that uh, helps you adjust the warmth or the coolness of your picture, which I use that for a lot too. Or if I am using presets or if I need to edit multiple pictures the same way, then I will use Adobe's Lightroom CC app. And this is a free app and it is fantastic. So we're going to talk about presets here in just a second, But like I said, I'll use this if I know that I need to use some sort of preset or edit multiple photos because Lightroom, this app allows you to upload multiple photos and then essentially copy and paste all of this like settings for one picture onto all of the other ones. So they're all edited the exact same way. So you don't have to go through and do every single one. So that app will obviously save you a ton of time if you have many photos to edit. And yeah, so that's the first thing I do is pay attention to the quality of my photos. That's what I want you to do too. And those are the apps that I use the most. Facetune, Afterlight, and Lightroom CC. Second thing that I want you to start paying attention to for your feed is how your pictures are flowing. Are they cohesive? And what I mean, and I know that I've said the word cohesive 75 times so far, but what that just means is there is a flow to your Instagram. And by now, you probably know what I'm talking about. You go to an Instagram account and somebody with a very cohesive feed, it looks like all of their pictures are meant to be together. They just look really nice. Um, One doesn't stand out more than the other one because they're all edited the same way. They all look great as a whole. Like if you were to look at all of your pictures, like your top nine as a whole, they all look like they were taken with the same camera, same lighting, everything. And probably the easiest way to achieve this is by using a preset. And what a preset is, it's something that it's basically all of the settings for one picture copied so that you can then apply all of those settings the brightness, the saturation, the contrast, the warmth, all of those settings for one picture you can copy those on to multiple pictures again so you don't have to individually recreate all of the same settings for every single picture which of course would take a ton of time. So you can get presets all over the internet and here's a word of caution. There are some influencers and businesses that sell presets that are pretty expensive compared to other places that you can buy them. So I have heard of people spending close to a $100 or even like 50 or $60 for a set of presets. And, you know, I don't know where they got them from. Maybe they are amazing presets. I don't know. What I do know is you can buy presets on Etsy and Creative Market from anywhere from like five to ten bucks. So just be mindful of that. Look around a little bit before you spend anything over $20 and just make sure that what you're getting cannot be bought at a much more affordable price on those two sites. But yeah, that's one of the easiest ways because, of course, you can apply the same photo settings to all of your pictures that you upload on Instagram. And then something else that you can do to get an attractive, cohesive feed is implement some sort of grid pattern into your feed. So a grid pattern is exactly what it sounds like, where you create some sort of pattern in your feed with your images. So one of the easiest ways to do this is by implementing something like graphics into your feed and then using those like tiles and creating some sort of pattern with the rest of your pictures. So I used to do this because I did not want to use a preset. I just wasn't really a fan of them at the time. And I just decided instead of doing a preset, I was going to implement a grid pattern instead. That way Even though all of my photos might not have been perfectly edited the same way, I at least had some sort of pattern to my feed so that it looked attractive and professional-ish. And there are so many different options when it comes to grid patterns. If you just Google Instagram grid pattern, you're going to see a ton, but you can do checkerboard. You can do um, every other row, like a row of graphics. I mean, it's really hard to explain in a podcast, but... In the freebie that I'm giving you guys access to, I give a few different options there. But just get creative, have fun with it if you want to do this. And don't forget that this is always something that if you get bored with later on or you want to switch it up, you can. So yeah, presets and grid pattern or both or either or, you don't have to use both, you could just use one, but either of those will help you a ton in creating some sort of flow to your Instagram that's gonna be eye-catching and that's going to look a tad more professional than if you weren't to pay attention to this. And another tool that's going to help you a ton in achieving some sort of cohesiveness in your feed is by using an Instagram planner app like I use Planally. It's one of my favorite apps, but what's really good about using that is it gives you a bird's eye view of your feed so that before you actually post your photos to Instagram, you can plan and arrange them out first to make sure that they do look good because it's kind of hard to see just going picture by picture on Instagram, right? Like you might upload it and then see it with the rest of your feed and be like, Oh, that picture doesn't really look good. So an Instagram planner app like Plantly that gives you that bird's eye view is super helpful. All right. And the last thing that we're going to talk about to do a quick makeover for your Instagram account are your captions. And I know that this one is a little Random considering the other ones are so obvious and are so visual, and you know, obviously, you have to get people to click on a picture to see your caption. But I do think this plays a huge role in how people see you as the expert or professional for your business on Instagram is by how you format your captions. Now, a huge mistake I see a lot of people making is they might be writing the best captions in the world, they might be putting so much value in them, but they're not breaking it up. They're not adding any white space. And this is the most important thing that you can do for your captions, especially if you actually want them to be read, is to add white space. Because as we know, Instagram especially is an app for instant gratification. People want to go through things quickly. They want to get pictures and advice or content or whatever it is that they're looking for very quickly and if they are scrolling and they see a caption of yours that they might have good intentions to read but they see that it is a huge block text Chances are they're not going to take the time to see it because it seems a little overwhelming. It might seem like it might take too much time. But if you break up your caption by use of white space, then it doesn't seem so daunting. And it's kind of like a little mind trick to get people to read everything that you want to say. All right. So you might be thinking, but wait, Instagram doesn't allow me to add white space. And that is another reason to use the Instagram planner app. Planally, because by use by formatting your captions in planally, you can actually add in as much white space as you want without having to use emojis or anything. So use planally if you want white space, or if you don't want to use planally, which I don't know why you wouldn't, but let's say you don't, you can create white space in your captions by using emojis or periods or something in between your lines in your Instagram caption. But however you decide to do it, just figure out some way to break up your caption because if you do, the odds of people actually taking the time to read it goes up drastically. Okay, so to recap everything that we just talked about, we just went over the five areas of your Instagram profile that you can spruce up a bit to give a whole Instagram makeover to look more professional and more like the expert and more attractive for your ideal client. That way you can grow your account more easily and then essentially your business as well. So the first part is make sure your profile picture is nice and professional-ish and you are the main focal point of that picture. That's the main point of that. You want to use your bio like your business card. Put your mission front and center, right up front, add in a location if it makes sense, a couple of personal elements, and then a call to action at the end. Next up, you can use highlight covers for that section of your profile to add in some more branding if you are wanting to do that. And then, of course, the biggest part of this is your grid and how to achieve a more cohesive grid is to use presets or some sort of grid pattern. But more than anything, you just want to make sure that you're uploading edited, nice quality pictures that are going to actually be nice to look at versus just throwing something up to throw something up. And finally, when it comes to your captions, you can make them more readable and just overall look more professional by adding in white space. Okay, so that wasn't so bad, right? I mean, it's. I realize whenever you look at everything all together, it might seem a little overwhelming, especially if you are new to this or if you've never really cared as much, but now you realize how important it is. I realize it can be a little overwhelming. But when you break it up section by section and just do a little by a little, It's so much easier and you really don't have to overcomplicate it. Just implement a couple of things, use a few tools and you're good to go. So if you are interested in knowing and using the exact tools that I use to do all of this, definitely grab the freebie. We'll link it in the show notes. And like I said, it's just all of the tools that I mentioned here and then some. Everything for photo editing, presets. I even linked a tutorial showing you how to do presets and add them to your photos using the Lightroom CC app on your phone. All the things. So definitely grab those in the show notes. And that's a wrap on today's episode. I hope this helped you. And I hope that you implement these few things for your own profile so that you're attracting those potential customers versus repelling them. Okay. Thanks so much for listening. And I'll see you back here next week. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening.